Pressure coming down on me to do a good podcast. Under pressure. I am under pressure to do a good, great, amazing podcast for you today. And I think I have the tools to do it. Uh, I really do believe in myself today. I believe in me. I hope you believe in me. Uh, what a show we have today. Uh, we have some really interesting topics. We are running the gamut here today. Um, we are going to be talking about UFOs. Uh, uh, we are going to be talking about UFO, UFO sightings. And yes, I will reveal to you that I legitimately had a UFO sighting, and I'm going to tell you all about it. It was kind of cool, man. Um, we're going to be uh, checking in with uh, Charles Manson. Yeah, uh, that guy's up for parole. Uh, lock your doors and your windows. Um, sadly, it's Friday. Yeah, and speaking of someone who to me is Manson-like, I have to visit with my on-air therapist, Dr. Ascot. Who knows what that dillweed will have me doing today. Uh, whatever it is, I guarantee you I will be annoyed. I can't stand the guy. And lastly, we're going to be looking into the metric system and uh, units of measurement and that whole world that I do not understand. But I do understand this, and I hope you do. You're on the Harland Highway! Everybody, Harland Williams rolling around with you on the Harland Highway. And here's something creepy. Our old friend Charles Manson is up for parole again. Why they keep even giving him a shot at parole, I don't know. But let's listen to a bit of Charles Manson in his own words. His own chilling words. And let us remember why he should never get out. Take it away, Charles. I don't fit in society, and I am incompetent. Oh, really? You've got it stuck in your brain that I murdered somebody. What do you want to call me a murderer for? I've never killed anyone. I don't need to kill anyone. I think it. I have it here. Uh, yeah, Charlie. Let's hear what Charlie had to say about, uh, murder. Maybe I should have killed four or five hundred people, then I would have felt better. And when I felt like I really offered society something, you know, if I wanted to kill somebody, I'd take this book and beat you to death with it. And I wouldn't feel a thing. It'd be just like walking to the drugstore. 
Wow. Now listen here as Charlie starts mocking the parole officer and then breaks into his own nutty cartoon character. Do you feel blame? Are you mad? Uh, do you feel like Okay, so if that's not enough, here's why Charles Manson should not get out on parole. Listen to this. I can do anything I want to you people at any time I want to, because that's what you've done to me. If you spit in my face and smack me in the mouth and throw me in solitary confinement for nothing, what do you think's going to happen when I get out of here? Okay, if that doesn't say it all, uh, what does? And for those of you that have any doubt, any doubt at all, and to summarize why we should not let Charles Manson out on parole, listen to this just once more. Hello. Oh, man. Be afraid. Be very afraid. This is Harlan Williams keeping it safe here on the Harlan Highway. I'm out there on the highway. (laughs) Sure, I'm out there on the highway. Okay, creepy, right? Especially that part at the end where he says he's out on the highway with us. Oh, God. And I thought me and you were the only wacky ones out here. Oh, watch out for Charlie. Um, And speaking of other weird things in the universe, um, I got a letter, a letter to uh, harlandwilliams.com. You can go to harlandwilliams.com and email me uh, your thoughts and feelings. And they get back to me, and I read them on the Harlan Highway like I'm about to. Uh, A a young gentleman named Olav Phillips. Olav, O-L-A-V. Cool name. Never heard it before. But I dig it. Olav, come here, please, and make me some snitchel. Yes, Daddy. Um, Anyways, he sent me a, a letter to the mailbag, and it says, Hi, Harlan. First, let me say that I'm a fan, and I've loved your work since I saw Rocket Man. Anyways, I've noticed in some of your work there is a UFO conspiracy theme, which I really found funny, but I was wondering if you had an interest in the subject or had seen anything. I'm sure you've been asked that before, but I'd figure I'd try it again. Thanks for your time. Olaf Phillips founder of the Anomalies Network. Now, I don't know what that is. Um, I'm going to dig into it a bit more, but let me answer the question. Um, I do uh, believe in UFOs. I do believe in extraterrestrial life. I do believe that in this vast expanse of a universe we live in where we don't even know where it ends, The probability of us being the only living organisms, I think, uh, is an impossibility. There has to be something, whether it's a bacteria or an enzyme or a chromosome or a a molecule, whatever it is. Um, There's got to be something out there, okay? Now, I could be wrong. This is just what I think. But wouldn't it be something if in that endless trillions and trillions infinity billions gazillions of miles there's nothing else out there we are the only one we are the anomaly we are the only 
only little speck harboring life, incubating life. I mean, how special are we? How strange are we? How odd are we? So I hope there's something else out there. Now, that being said, I don't know that they float around or they have spaceships or they look like us. or I mean, what are the odds that anything would look like us or behave like us? Um, but, you know, maybe they're just slithering or maybe they're made of water. I don't know. But I do, Olaf, Olaf, bring me the schnitzel so I can continue. Yes, Daddy. Um, <laughs> my new favorite name, Olaf. Um, but the, uh, the idea that there is something out there and that it comes here fascinates me. Because uh, uh, I would hope that uh, at some point in human history we make contact, that we encounter, we interact with something else. Um, I just think it would be fascinating. And if they were smarter than us, if they were more intelligent, if they had uh, greater technology that they could share with us and we ended up going across the galaxy to visit them, I mean, hopefully the benefits to mankind would, would pole vault us ahead in terms of um, our knowledge, our capacity uh, as, as thinking, living uh, organisms. But the next question was, have I ever seen anything? And uh, the answer is yes. Not only have I seen something, I have filmed something. Um, and let me explain. I might have talked about it in earlier podcasts, but because Olaf uh, missed it or uh, asked me about it, I will bring it up again. And maybe I haven't brought it up. I can't remember because we've done so many podcasts, but I was shooting my own independent movie called Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face, which will be uh, showing up on my website very soon, by the way. It's my first... Um, indie movie that I wrote and directed and star in myself. It is bizarre. It is twisted. And believe it or not, it's about a hillbilly that meets an alien that crashed on planet Earth and the alien stumbles out of his UFO and the first living human being he meets is this idiot hillbilly who I play. Uh, Elmore P. Fudge. Hence the name Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face. And this is all real. I know it sounds crazy, but it is true. Um, so anyways, one day we were out in uh, in California, out in Cali, and uh, we were shooting a scene where it was what we call a point of view shot. So basically, uh, I had the camera mounted on the ground, and the camera was pointed up to my upper torso, my face, my head, my chest, and uh, we were filming up into the sky on a completely cloudless, and I say cloudless, not one cloud in the sky, zero wind. It was a very still day. You can even see by the footage that the, even like a hair on my head isn't really blowing or moving. And uh, we're shooting upwards. And, um, you know, we shot and we went home and I dumped the footage into the uh, the editing bay. And... Uh, I was editing away, and uh, I was looking for the take that I wanted. And uh, in going through the takes, I saw one where there was just this slight little blip. And it was at the end of the footage. And uh, I was just about to just 
pass by it, and I never would have seen it again because it wasn't the take I ended up using. I ended up using another take, so this just would have ended up in some stock footage that probably never would have been seen by anyone again. So here I am, and I go, wait a minute. What was that little tiny blip? It, it was so fast, I'm still to this day amazed that I even caught it, okay? It is super fast. It's faster than a bolt of lightning. It was just like, gone. Um, so I thought I saw something, so I, I, I rolled back, and... I watched it again, and sure enough, there's just this quick little thing. It was like quicker than the quickest flash you've ever seen, okay? And I thought, okay, it must be a piece of dust. But just out of curiosity, I was about to move on. I thought, you know what? I'm going to press the frame-by-frame button and just see if there's anything there. And lo and behold, I press the the frame-by-frame button. It is slowed down as slow as it can get. I'm looking at this moment frame by frame and believe me this thing was so fast i only have about six frames to look at but what happens is behind my head a disc shaped thing with it looks like there's six lights on it comes in behind my head almost at the speed of light changes direction in the blink of an eye and zooms out the other way So picture my head filling the screen and almost like a tent. You know how a tent uh, would look if it was over my head? It would be like the drooping side. It would uh, go upwards, peak to the uh, tent pole in the middle, and then come back down the other side. So almost an upside-down V, if you will. So this thing comes zipping in, um goes up over my head, and then for some reason changes direction in the blink of an eye and goes back down. And I have this on film. I don't know if I've ever told anyone. It freaked me out, and I'm like, what in the name of hell is that? Um, So what I did is I brought a few of my friends in, um, and every single one of them have said, dude, that's a UFO. That is a UFO. And they're not experts. They're just friends, but... Nobody can explain it. My only theory is that maybe it is a fly that came in super fast, and it was so fast that my camera could not register it. It could only register the movement and and the refracted light from the wings uh, beating at, you know, 3 million miles a second. But even in my heart of hearts, somehow I go, you know what, that's not a fly. That is like something I've never seen before. And you can see it clearly. And I am going to post it on my website soon. Um, I'm going to release uh, my movie, Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face, on the Internet for you folks to see and enjoy. And at the same time, I will release that footage. Um, and I will release the slowed down version so you can look at it. Um, I'll show you the fast and the slow. And... Uh, Pretty amazing. So there you go. I did uh, have an encounter with what could possibly... I mean, it's definitely a UFO in the terms that it's an unidentified flying object. I do not know what it is. Now, is it some kind of spaceship or space creature or, uh, you know, there's people that theorize that there are creatures living in the sky that are almost invisible and and microscopic and and uh you know you know how if you look in the ocean at night and they shine a light through the ocean and there's 
trillions of little particles and creatures and things swirling around in the beam of the light. They, they say that there's creatures like that in the air that we can't really see, that we don't really notice. And I think if you go on YouTube, you can if you sniff around, I don't know what they're called. I think someone's calling them airworms or something. But if you sniff around on YouTube, you can actually see footage of them. But I have to say, none of the footage is as quite as good as the one I accidentally captured the day I was filming. And yeah, it was a total accident. Oh, long answer, but uh, an interesting topic. Uh, and there's the answer, my friend, Olaf. And uh, I will I will notify you guys when I finally uh, do post the footage on the air here on the Harland Highway. And as if this episode couldn't get any uh, weirder or any worse or any better or any more annoying, uh, it is Friday. And guess who's here? Yeah, that's right. It's Friday. I have to do my therapy session on the air with that annoying guy who I think might be a space alien. Ah, Dr. Ascot. Hello, Dr. Ascot. Hello, Arland. What? What are we doing today? Please don't have an attitude, Arland. I don't have an attitude. I just... <laughs> what are we doing today? Arland, don't snap at me. <sighs> Say it nicely. What are we doing today, Dr. Ascot? Thank you, Arland. Today, Arland, we are going to learn to reveal our secrets. Our secrets. And what, pray tell, is that going to accomplish? Arland, we all keep secrets, and secrets can cause pain. Secrets can cover up pain. And by revealing our inner secrets, we can release the pain. Why do you say release like that? Release. Y you sound like a little dead cow. Arland, a dead cow cannot say the word release. <laughs> Can we just get on with this? Yes, Arland, I want you to tell me your deepest secrets. No, I'm not telling you my secrets. Arland, you will get a pink slip from the powers that be upstairs. So you're going to use the pink slip thing. Arland. Okay. A secret. Arland, I want you to whisper them in my ear. Why would I whisper them in your ear? Because, Arland, secrets are very confidential, and they should be whispered at all times. Okay, maybe you're right this time. I don't want my listeners to know all my dark, deep secrets. That's right, Arland, because what? I don't know. Because secrets hurt, Holland. Okay, secrets hurt. All right. What do I do? Holland, I want you to come right next to my ear and whisper a secret in my ear. Okay, not if you say it like that. Holland, whisper a secret in my ear. Holland. Stop it. You sound like a Cylon. Holland. Stop it. Holland, whisper a secret in my ear immediately. Does that mean I have to get close to your head? Yes, Arlen, get up by my ear. Closer. How's this? A little bit closer, Arlen. This is as close as I'm getting. Here's one of my secrets. Arlen, that's very interesting. Continue. There, a secret. 
very interesting, Arlen. Does it feel like you released some inner pain? Well, not really. I mean, I don't find secrets that painful. Let's try another one, Arlen. Maybe you weren't close enough. You know, your ear was kind of... I don't like getting that close to the side of your head. I could see the pores in your skin and the hairs on your ear. Arland, this isn't about me. It's about you, Arland. Oh, God, I'm doing one more. And Arland, secrets are painful. Yeah, I know you've said that. Let me, this is painful. Just having you here is painful. Arland, are you calling me a secret? Oh, I wish you were a secret that I never knew about, Arland. <sighs> Arland, come close and release your painful secret. This is the last one. Okay, Arland, get very close. Put your head right up against my ear. I want to feel your nose on my temple. Oh, my God, Arland. Okay, let me get this over with there. I'm right... Right by your ear, a little deeper, Arland. Okay, I'm right by your ear, and I'm whispering my last secret. I got a What the hell is that on my nose? Ow! A mouse trap! That's right, Arland. What the. Ow! God! What the hell is there a mouse trap doing in your ear? I wanted you to know that secrets hurt, Arland. Ow! God, do they hurt! Ow! My nose is bleeding, you moron! Arland, I told you that secrets hurt. Yeah! Ah, get out of here! Arland. Get out of here! Would you like to try the other ear, Arland? Out! 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 Arland, I've got a surprise for you in the other ear. I've got a skunk in my ear. Get out! <laughs> Unbelievable. I gotta go get some Kleenex. My nose is bleeding all over the place. What a moron. Arlen. Out! Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll probably be at the hospital in the emergency room. I would keep that a secret if I were you, Arlen. Get out! Okay, anybody here listening ever have to deal with the metric system? I'm sure some of you truck drivers or uh, some of you business folks listening have had to deal with the old metric system. You know, Canada has it, the UK, a lot of European countries have adopted the old metric system. I don't know, man. I just don't like the names. You know, I like feet. I like ounces. I like degrees. I like the old Americana definitions. Miles. I don't want to go a kilometer or a kilometer. I want to go a mile, man. It's five miles to Dairy Queen. Something sexy about that. Hey, man, how far to Dairy Queen? It's five kilometers. Oh, man. Okay, bummer. I don't think I'm going to go. You sure it's not five miles? No, it's five kilometers. I don't know what a kilometer is, man. I'm not going. You know that old ad? I'd walk a mile for a camel. Remember the cigarettes? It ain't sexy going, I'd walk a kilometer for a camel. Huh? I don't know. Liters? Millimeters? What the hell's a millimeter, man? That sounds like a... uh, 
An insect from the Brazilian rainforest. Oh my god, there's a millimeter crawling up your leg. How long is it? It's a couple of millimeters. Oh my god. I thought you said there was one. No, I mean it's a couple of millimeters long. Oh, I'm confused. So am I. I'm not even doing the right voices where they belong. <laughs> did you hear that? I got so mixed up, I, I did the voices wrong. <laughs> you know, when, uh, you know, I'm mixed up when I'm intermixing the voices the wrong way, when I do my little funny characters that you people love. See what the metric system just did to me? It mixed me all up. I better go uh, smoke a bunch of kilograms of weed and settle down. Huh? There's another one. Kilograms. I want a couple ounces of weed, man. Yeah, how about some kilograms, dude? No, I don't. That stuff's too heavy for me. I don't know, man. Whoever came up with it, go jump in the kalakogram. There, I made up my own metric term for a large body of water. Go jump in the kalakogram. For you laymen, that means lake. Here on the Harland Highway. And speaking of measurements uh, on on this uh, on this level, okay, I'm I'm gonna kind of peel back a page and let you see how stupid I am right now. And I wonder if you people will admit to the same stupidity I own. And I'm ashamed, <laughs> but. You know what? It's just, it's not so much maybe out of stupidity as it is out of laziness. Okay? There's kind of like this side math when it comes to measurements. Okay? It, 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 and let me explain if I can. I don't even know if I have the knowledge to explain to you what I'm lacking. That's how bad it is. But there's a whole, it's, it's kind of like, you know, do you know your times tables? Do you know how to do division? Do you know how to do. Uh, multiplication, you know how to do uh, subtraction. Well, when it comes to uh, measurements, there's a whole uh, subsection of of different measurements where you have to know measurements within measurements. Like, uh, do you know how many ounces make up a quart? Do you know how many quarts make up a liter? Do you know uh, how many... uh, how many inches make up a foot? Do you know how many feet make up a, you know, do you know how many pounds make up a ton? Do you know how many pounds make up half a ton? Do you know uh, how many eighths there are in an inch? You know you know what I mean? Like all that stuff. Uh, like, uh, you know, the, the measurements of liquids in, in jars and tablespoons and all those kind of little side measurements. A cup, a half cup. Uh, you know, a drop. I got to admit, I'm completely like Rain Man when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, must get uh, me- measurements. Yeah, must get uh, yeah tablespoons. Yeah, who's on uh, who's on court? Yeah, who's on ounces? Yeah, who's on? Uh, you know, I can't even do it. I don't. I don't. I don't know all these things. You know, I I honestly don't even know if I know what a quart of milk is. <laughs> God, I'm an idiot. Why am I admitting? This should be one of my Dr. Ascot secrets. Secrets do hurt. I'm telling you how how much of a doorknob I am. Like when I order pizza, okay? This is how bad it is. <laughs> wow. 
you might tune me out after this, but when the pizza guy go, I want to, I want a uh, bottle of pop. Okay, with my pizza and the pizza guy. Yeah, you want the twenty ounce Coke or you want uh, one quart? You want quart or ounce? I swear to God, I'm not sure. I know. Okay, I think the quart is the big one and the twenty ounce is the small one. But I'm just saying that because I've ordered it a few times. But I got to be honest. I'm in my forties, and there's been days when I don't know. I just go, um, I'll, I'll, yeah, give me the cord, I guess, dude. Oh, you're gonna drink it all yourself, you fat pig. Oh man, and when it comes to like ounces and uh, tablespoons and cooking, are you kidding? You need three quarters of a cup and uh, nine eighths of an inch. And when it, if it came to construction. I couldn't uh, build a house. Uh, you know, uh, you need to cut that uh, piece of wood uh, nine inches by uh, three quarters of an eighth. What? I swear I'd build up like I'd end up building an upside down, uh, you know, igloo leaning, leaning to the left. I'd, I'd end up be creating the leaning tower of Pisa. I know it's bad. It's very, very bad. And why I admit it to you. Because you like to get your secrets out, Arland. Oh, God, what are you doing here? You see, Arland, you let your secret out and it hurts. Yeah, it does hurt. I'm an idiot. I know that, Arland. Get out of here! Oh, God. So there you go. One of my dark, painful secrets. I don't know measurements. I don't even know what they're called. I'm saying measurements. Are they liquid measurements? Are they... What a door. Look, when I was a kid, that stuff bored me. I can distinctly remember classes where we were taught that stuff. The teacher would pull out containers and everything with jugs and glasses, and I tuned out faster than, let's say you are someone who hates sports. Okay, let's say you hated sports and someone invited you, you know, you're on a date, you're a girl, and you, your boyfriend, this guy sits down and says, hey, I want you to watch the uh, baseball game with me. And you'd never watched baseball and you didn't understand any of the rules, and there's a lot of rules. Well, that's how I am with with measurements, and I don't know what they're called, liquid measurements, the table of measurements. That's how bad it is. The minute it came into my my life when I was a kid in high school, I shut it off. I turned the channel. I didn't want to know, and I still don't. <laughs> oh, and now I'm paying for it. You see, education is important, kids. <laughs> I just better go uh, have a six-pack. At least I know that liquid measurement. I'll go have a six-pack, drown my misery, drown my stupidity, numb the senses, and just let this one go by. Maybe one of those airworm UFOs will come and take me away. <laughs> oh. oh, God. I wonder if Charles Manson knows his measurements. I wonder uh, if Charles, if I said to Charles Manson, I said, hey, Charles, what's, uh, how many uh, ounces in a quart? What's the answer? And I would have to believe that because I don't know any better. Oh, but I do know that uh, we have come to the end. There are no more ounces left in this uh, episode, this podcast. But if you need to see more of me, if you need to hear more of me, I urge you uh, 
this weekend, Friday tonight and tomorrow night, August 6th and 7th. You can catch me live, baby, live at the Ice House Comedy Club in Pasadena, California. Um, I will be there. Go to harlowilliams.com to get your uh, times and dates and tickets. Um, or you can go to icehouse.com, and uh, I hope I see you there. And uh, until next time, my friends, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Nine or ten ounces of it. I'm out there on the highway. <laughs> sure, I'm out there on the highway. <laughs>